come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? Welcome back, friends, to the Saturday Night Freak Show. Here we are again, the freaks of the Saturday Night Freak Show. I'm Colin. I'm Brent. This be Travis. It's Tom. And tonight we had some Long John Silver's fish and chips to celebrate Tom's pick. Welcome back, by the way. Yeah, thanks. Welcome. How was your trip? It was good. It was really good. Excellent. And what did we watch tonight? Uh, we watched the island, the 1980s island, uh, not to be confused with the Michael Bay Island. <laughs> yes, the let's make that very organ, clear. Uh, <laughs> the the organ farm island. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this is this so is the 1980s island based off what John Peter Peter Blinchley's yeah. book. The same writer of Jaws. Uh, this is a unique experience because none of us in the free show have seen this movie before. That's right. And um, so it was kind of going into it blind. Going into a blind. Uh, we didn't know which what we was, were that doing. was an experience right there. You know, Travis <laughs> Travis had talked about it before saying that it was a great pirate his brother My my brother is a big pirate uh aficionado uh so but most good pirate movies are usually from the 50s or so so they're not like very very viewer friendly to a lot of people. A lot of silent films, <laughs> a lot of yeah. like he had this whole list of my Errol Flynn. Yeah, Errol Flynn. Like, right. That's what I was thinking. It's all like Captain Blood right, and yeah, like yeah. you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. it's, it's like Seahawks. Oh yeah, Seahawk. it's like I can imagine how those could be okay pirate films, but you know, yeah, a little dated. <laughs> I hate the word dated, but you know, but he said that this one was uh, really good, more of a modern day take on pirates, and uh, I thought it was. I did look up. I mean, it, the, this movie did not apparently go out. When it came out, it did not go over well with the critics and was nominated uh, for a few Razzies. The director was nominated for a Razzie and... Um, the was Michael Caine up for a Razzie? And Ma- Michael Caine was also up for a Ouch! Razzie. I don't see how... You know. No, I don't see that at all. So, no. Well, I mean, there's a lot of scenes where he's not actually doing any... I mean, he's he held prisoner, kind of, he's planning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, even at the end, it's not like it's not like an acting performance. It's like, run over there and look, you know... Uh, stern. He's absurd. Run over here and look afraid. And when he's running, it's not even him. It's his double. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Another movie where recently we've seen uh, stunt doubles up close. I think the other one was like Dr. No or something. I don't know what that was. Uh, yeah. What was I going to ask? Something. There was a... S- How did you guys that. find the movie? <laughs> How about we'll start with that. How did you guys like it? That me? Oh, it's totally. What's going on? We got uh, yeah. we, we got, got technical totally difficulties with the phone. I thought there was no theater or no uh, phones allowed in the theater. That's right. what I was led to believe. Shut down your There's phone. Lots of songs folks. about it. Everybody uh, texts me. I think they know I'm doing the podcast right now. Maybe not. Okay, sorry about yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, so I mean, I, 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 I have the I acquired the Blu-ray copy of this movie. Cause this just came out, like uh, the, the Shout Factory. Also, the first time on DVD. It's never, yeah. My brother was just saying, it's not available. I'm like, bull, dude. My buddy just got it on Blu ray. Yeah, it, it up just came out, I think. Yeah. Is it a double pack? No. It's not a double pack? Because I've only seen a Blu ray DVD double pack. I cannot yeah, find no, that's what it is. a DVD yeah, it's alone. It's only right, a Blu ray DVD right. double pack. It's a double pack? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a DVD. You want the DVD? 
<laughs> My brother would love it. Yeah, right, he would like, absolutely be thrilled. Totally so take it, take Carl, it. this is a uh, it's a gift from Tom then take to you. It, yeah. Another yeah. another scurvy sea lover. Yeah, take it. <laughs> well, I know that Skiar. Tom has an is a big pirate movie aficionado. So Brent and Travis, I got a question for you because you were in the back row watching the movie with Tom, and I could hear him at some points like. Literally vibrating with excitement as the pirates were, you know, doing their their dastardly business. What was that experience? Like? That was pretty great. I mean, it was. I'm surprised we weren't high fiving <laughs> during was, the film. Oh it's like God. the closest thing you can get to a modern day pirate film. You just got to understand within the in this film, uh, the pirates are actually like this, like almost inbred descendants of pirates that had landed on this on this uh, island. So, so. You know they're they're not, you know, beautifully dressed, and I mean they're wearing whatever they've found over the last fifty to hundred years. You know they're not fashion specific. They're all missing teeth, or all, and it looked like the actors were missing yeah, yeah. teeth. <laughs> I mean I don't even know how they got that, but you know, I guess that's one thing. Um, like I mean like when I when I read about pirate stuff and stuff like that, like you know I like the parrot pirates of the Caribbean stuff, and um, you know Bruckheimer's Pirates of the Caribbean and like, pirates, like, the real-life pirates back in the day were, like, dirty, grimy. They were terrible <laughs> fucking human beings. I mean, they disease were just, ridden. like, disease-ridden, just ugly, nasty human beings. And this movie did a great, phenomenal <laughs> job yeah. of, like, portraying these people as just terrible, terrible people. I mean, I'm like, you know, like the, like the, like, the Bruckheimer Pirates of the Caribbean, like pirates are like the happy go lucky. <laughs> That's your and, you Disney know, pirates. You want to hang out with them? Like I want to grow up and be a pirate. And this one, you're like, no, no, hell no. Yeah, there's actually there was a point during the movie where Tom he tapped me on the shoulder. And he's like, why am I rooting for these people? <laughs> well, because well, the, the music, the yeah, music was all like, all like they're, they're 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 like going in and like looting, doing a raid. <laughs> on the U.S. Coast Guard and murdering every single person on board. But the music is like this rising pirate jeep. And you're just like, you're just rooting for the pirates. You're like, yay, kill everybody. Oh, I can't wait for the pirates to win. You gotta root for the pirates. This is just... Yeah. Why? Oh, man. I was just like, why am I rooting for the pirates? Uh, that's freedom. Yeah. That's freedom. The the wind in your hair. The <laughs> but, I mean, you the, may be a retard, yeah. but at least you've got freedom. The action <laughs> Well, yeah, they're retarded. Were, Not every pirate's a retard, but... The, the <laughs> them, when they were, like, boarding that... They're boarding, like, a like a sloop-type ship, a larger sloop, and that... that Call it a schooner. I mean, schooner, yeah. And it's a like a it's a full on pirate boarding. I yeah. mean, they're attacking it with yeah. cannons or like that was the part where I was like, holy cow, this is like a, I mean, like they're not kidding. This is a pirate movie. <laughs> yeah. They got guys out, you know, the boats go out, <laughs> grappling hooks, swinging on ropes. Yeah, and one <laughs> and of the greatest images that they did like twice was with the, the guy with the, the uh, yeah 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 they had the knife, knife in the mouth well. and everything, but the the guy who lit his head on fire. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay, like you know where this <laughs> when you're boarding a ship, you go in with your head on. You fire. guys have heard how Blackbeard used to board, right? Blackbeard no. used to do, uh, tie Flint in his beard and set it on fire. That oh, way, yeah, people yeah, would be yeah, like, "This yeah, is some yeah, demon yeah, or something," yeah, yeah. because there'd just be this fire and smoke coming from this guy's head. So it's kind of a take on that <laughs> whole idea that you know, you it, it's like the Batman idea. You strike yeah, fear, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so you know, oh, they cower instead of fight back. You know, yeah, they don't know yeah. what the hell you are. 
So the yeah. plot of this movie, it's got Michael Caine, Academy Award uh, Michael Caine. winner, uh, Michael Caine, and apparently Razzie Award nominated Michael Caine. He's a reporter from New York who gets sent to the Bahamas to investigate all the disappearances that are going on there. And, of course, he tracks it back to this island where, you know, all these uh, inbred pirates are living. And then they it's want to... Uh, that he took his kid with him, because that's a huge part of it. Yeah, yeah, they take his kid, and then uh, he ends up... Uh, they keep him alive because they want his thrusts. They want his well, noble he kill, blood. Well, he kills a pirate, and they have a court. And uh, that's pirate the court. first, yeah, pirate awesome. court. That was awesome. That was awesome. That's <laughs> like, it's like the first, the first part of the movie is a little, uh, it's a, it gets, it's a little boring. The first like no, 10, wait 15 a second. minutes. The first, that opening 10, scene's the a first 10, movie. 15 minutes, we got like this movie couldn't be made today because <laughs> Michael Cade takes his kid. Well, first of all, the kid I think is first introduced reading Playboy magazine. Awesome. And then he goes to the next thing is like, well, we're gonna go and stop off at a gun shop where they go shooting and they're trying to like. <laughs> this kid like really wants to buy like James Bond's gun. I think the Walter uh, Walter PPK. Yeah. <laughs> so, so there's like there's like a five minute scene on that. I think. Pro gun. Yeah. Pro self defense. Well, I know because it's a good thing they had that yeah, gun. It's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, the resort where would to they a flare gun later. And there is apparently no waiting period for buying <laughs> firearms in Florida. Yeah, I, I want to show everybody the the cover of this this case, which makes you at home. Which may, it's a it's a <laughs> describe it. Okay, so the cover is there's an island in the background and a ship, and then there's a hand with a skull and crossbones with a knife coming out of the water, which paints the image of like Jaws or something like that. Like yeah. if you were to look at this box art, you would say this is 100% a horror movie. Yeah, it started off like a horror movie. Yeah, it did. It had the gore of it. Had gore. Yeah. It had an axe in the in the stomach. Which it was, was like awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> that was it was awesome. like oh yeah. my god, makeup effect. <laughs> Oh they god. sliced this guy's abdomen open. I don't know it was how they did it, but yeah, it just with an axe, whoosh, blood splatters all over. The and it was a nice big old gut too. So like <laughs> when you saw it open up, it was pretty uh, rather graphic. I and this say. was from the exact same production uh, company, I think, as Jaws. The what is Zanuck Brown or whatever the two guys who produced. Jaws did it. It's from Universal Pictures. The trailer's got the dude who did the voice for for Jaws. It's from the guy who wrote the novel Jaws. So I think they were hoping probably to catch, you know, lightning. Even even the S on the box or on the the cover. The the, the fonts is the, the Jaws font. Yeah, like where the J and the Jaws is like the fin. The, the S is like knives or daggers or something. Well, look at the pirate court. Since he killed uh, this, he killed a pirate, the woman that he's supposed to uh, mate with or whatever, because it's an inbred society. They can't mate a lot, you know, or else the child would be useless. So they have to, instead of just killing Michael Caine, they pretty much convict him to being this woman's sex slave until he can impregnate her. And that's funny, and too, because they think he's, like, the descendant. Of the his last, person his that surname. killed Blackbeard. Yeah. <laughs> they think... <laughs> so he has royal blood. <laughs> right. And they take uh, they take the son to, like, raise as a pirate, because, once again, they can't, you know, they're, they're don't, they don't have a lot of, you know, like, young men to learn their craft, so they're going to steal men. Uh, they put, like, toothpicks under their eyelids for, like, five days or so in the, until they can brainwash them into starting to learn the pirate ways. And I thought it was really funny because I thought, I thought like Steven Spielberg really used a lot of this for Hook, like yeah. stealing Peter Pan's boy and making uh, having Captain Hook want to teach uh, Peter Pan's kid to lo love being a pirate and st like that. But uh, 
That was, uh, I thought that was really funny. Yeah. Really, I mean, this was like the serious version of, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, they stole your son and they're going to make him a pirate. <laughs> this yeah. is not a game. Well, you know, that was the other thing, too, because they were talking about, like, you know, the bloodline was thin and they've been inbred and they need new blood. But as far as I can remember, you got to help me <laughs> if I'm wrong, there was one woman in the entire pirate camp. There, yeah, one actual woman. Well, no, there well, was still there was a little others. girl. Yeah, there was a little girl. I'm sure girl. they're gonna wait till she grows up. I mean, I don't know who they there, didn't even focus on it, but there's a scene early on where like there's like three or four women like gardening. Oh yeah, Remember? yeah, yeah. They, they, yeah. Did, they did mention that there was a, a few women, but not many. Yeah, pirate well, village. It, I'm sure like, women stay in the hut. I think maybe she was the only fertile woman. Perhaps. Yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, like it'd be an interesting a uh, book to read. I really think the book would be great. I'm uh, definitely interested in reading the book. Yeah, because Peter Benchley, well, even you were saying, it's like it seems to be his whole thing. I mean, obviously he's <laughs> you know got uh, water on the brain, but you know. It's just keep everybody out of the water. The dangers of going into... Oh, and that reminds me. Wasn't this, like, one of the first uh, cinematic examples of, like, tentacle rape? Right, yeah. They they definitely had tentacle rape. Yeah. <laughs> we should probably explain. I don't that. know if it was tentacle rape. They just they just put it over her body. I mean, they had to lift the dress up. Yeah, but they kind of... get it on her body, but... They got a kick out of it, though. I think there was a Yeah, Michael Caine tries to escape the island and runs into some jellyfish. Oh, boy, it's just jellyfish. <laughs> <laughs> and then they catch it, and because uh, his, uh, you know, he's the slave of this woman, and they say she let him go, so they punish her by stinging her with the jellyfish tentacles. Yeah, a rather graphic scene of... Pirate punishment. <laughs> you don't want to get on their bod side. Arr. Basically, Arr. like this film, as far as pirate movies go, it's way up there. But the one thing it was missing that I know Colin was looking for it was oh, yeah. walking the plank. plank. Well, What's the last time they made a plank? Yeah, I don't know. You'd have to use an ironing board. That'd look ridiculous. That's fine. <laughs> well, it's just, you know, it's one of those things, I guess, when, you know, somebody says that, uh, you know, we're making a pirate movie. Are you going to watch a pirate movie? There's like... That implies there's a contract being made between you and the filmmaker. <laughs> yeah. You are going to have, you know, you're going to have yeah. the guy with the eye patch. The, there was uh, no the, eye patch. There was no eye patch. There was no peg leg. Uh, there was no walk in the plank. There was a guy with one leg, though. There was a guy with one leg. We I don't there was no, no nobody how said how arr. accurate is a peg leg really? I mean, I don't really know how accurate the peg leg thing is to pirate I know, history. I'm kidding, but you know. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. But they, you know, they were going super realistic, you know. Uh, well, of one of my favorite scenes in this movie, and and which one of the, my favorite scenes, which I got like utter glee out of. He was jumping up and down, folks. Yeah. Freaks yeah. standing and cheering. There's a scene where the pirates are gathered all together, right? They're on a, they're getting on a boat, they're getting all their loot together and they're on the back of the the ship of the Coast Guard ship, so it's like an open area where the, the helicopter would land. And uh, Michael Caine finds himself a 50 cal machine gun. <laughs> <laughs> and just starts hosing for like a good two minutes. Apparently, kryptonite to pirates. Yeah. 50 caliber <laughs> and I mean, he just does not stop for about a good two minutes. That was, that was really <laughs> awesome. That was yeah, a good yeah, yeah. scene. <laughs> Especially how, I mean. But just the way they shoot it. It's like he's he's creeping along and he comes up next to this thing with a, you know, the tarp on it. And then it's like him looking at the tarp. Then, you know, the pirates. And then him looking at the tarp. Pulls the tarp up. It's a fifty cal machine gun. He looks down at the pirates. <laughs> he looks at the gun. It was like it was, it was all mathematics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he just just 
A pirate slaughter yeah, ensued. I mean, oh man, he killed every single one of them. And it's seriously like two minutes after you were just rooting for the pirates, like you turn around <laughs> and you're rooting sick for bastards were rooting for the pirates. <laughs> I don't know what was up with all that. <laughs> it, was the, we, it was the music. It's I, it from, it was I wanted Michael Caine to get his son. That musical score was like this music is. I designed. thought that was the one part of the film that really, because I thought the, the music mu- was really good in this film. But then, the, yeah, they had this like freaking jolly music when they're going to the schooner. And I think that was in the credits. They said there was one song credited to like a classical, you know. Yeah, so I'm sure yeah. that was that had to be, you know, I don't know pirate song history. I'm sure that's yeah. like a, <laughs> ah, that's a classic. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like this, just like <laughs> jolly shanty of like that murdering ghost car guys. I'm like, I and that don't was know the, why the famed is... Italian composer Ennio Morricone did the music for this. <laughs> what else did he do? He's the guy who did the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. I think is oh, like really? the most famous thing. Yeah, oh, but like every like spaghetti western. That's and pretty famous. That. Yeah, that's yeah. a good reference. All right, but I mean, visually, no, this movie was like totally just weird. Yeah, well, they had way too many lights and a lot. I mean, like the the night scenes in the camp were like totally overlit. It's like we got a big ball of light right above us, and uh, the transfer was kind of iffy. Yeah, right. but when the transfer was good, like in the like in the camp, I thought I thought it, it looked like it, it could have been made recently. I thought it looked really good in some areas. Like that one scene, where I was like, "This is Waterworld. Look at it. You know, the yeah. orange oh, yeah, sails yeah. everywhere. It's like this looks exactly like Waterworld." Yeah. But I mean, no discussion about this movie can go on without. A talk about the centerpiece fight sequence between <laughs> <laughs> between some guy who looks like uh, Rambo, right? He's got like Rambo's, like Rambo's long little hair. brother, yeah, Rambo's yeah. nephew. Okay, so imagine this: he's got he's got the long black curly hair of Rambo. He's wearing like blue jockey Short shorts short. or something, and he's he jumps out and now, granted, it's the 1980s. So Bruce Lee, you know, it was still a big deal. <laughs> it was still painful. It was still painful to them. They still lost one of their their icons of the seventies. Uh. He's, sur- he's sur- the guy is like surrounded by pirates, like totally outnumbered. Yeah, like, this is a civilian. They take over his boat, and he's just going. And he's gonna kick a lot of pirate ass. I think right there probably was the re- when that scene happened. That was where all the critics said, "This is razzy material <laughs> right there." Well, I mean, he he, he fights it, a few pirates and takes them down. Yeah, and they're la- I mean, they're laughing. They're, they're letting like, him do. It. I mean, that is. I I I, I was thinking when you're like, "Where's the plank? Where's the?" Bl-? I was like, "This is the plank shot, actually." Yeah, yeah. This is them sitting there leaning aside, being like, "Oh, oh, oh yeah, let them all let's entertain and." Yeah, no, so, yeah, yeah you, you, they, but I, I thought it was funny, because, I mean, look at 1980, we're talking about, this is like a few years before the Karate Kid, yeah. before Ninja Turtles, we're talking martial arts was like, I mean, yeah, yeah. It was it was big in the seventies, but it was big to smaller kids in the early eighties. Yeah, American yeah. Ninja, yeah, yeah. the countless. I mean, once well, Americans started making that, ninja right? movies, it's like way after like Bruce Lee and way before. I mean, it's like at least four, three years, but four years when before did American Bruce Lee. Die? Ninja. Oh man, I want to say like seventy three. Was 72, it two seventy three? Yeah, Enter wow. the Dragon was seventy three. Well, no, but when did Game of Death? He died during making Game of Death. That's the one where. Where he only shot the scenes with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and fighting the other guy. He shot the whole ending. Then the rest of the movie, they had to have a look-alike, or else they like superimposed the shaky <laughs> negative image. It's just like, Zoo. yeah. 
Uh, well, I mean, I, yeah, shit, I wish I knew. Uh, that was I on TV say, the other night. <laughs> I, I want like, to say that I thought uh, Enter the Dragon was like the... Like he shot that somewhere in the making of... Uh, man, he did... What was it? The big... The big something house? Big... The big boss. Obviously, we're not a huge (laughs) martial arts fan. The big boss and the fistful of dynamite. Okay, I give up. Fistful of (laughs) dynamite. I know Game of Death is the last. I mean, he shot the end of Game of Death, at least. So he he had to have finished. Fistful of quarters. He had to have finished uh, (laughs) Enter the Dragon. Fistful of quarters. Fistful of quarters. What the hell were the names? Well, the big boss was called something else when it came out here. Nobody's a Bruce Lee fan. I, I am some to listeners an like, it was this. It was <laughs> yeah, this. Really like, for God's sake. God damn it. Yeah. I'm I was going to keep stressing. Three, three <laughs> Bruce Lee movies plus Enter the Dragon, and I thought that the three were shot before Enter the Dragon came out. Or something I can't but remember. But there's no, because, I mean... We're going to have to Captain Google it. It okay. is, it is a Game pirate of podcast. Game of Death is, has to be the last scenes he shot. That's why that movie <laughs> yeah, right, has yeah. no other scenes by Bruce Lee, right? Yeah. Right. So I mean, but for some reason, I almost, I almost think that he left. <laughs> he left shooting of Game of Death to what? go do something else, and then really? came back. Maybe there's something. Did they really superimpose his face? Oh God! The there's like a scene, yeah, because they have just some stunt man that doubles for Bruce Lee throughout the whole movie. They even have film of Bruce Lee's actual funeral in the movie. Oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah because because he's <laughs> supposed to like per- he like in the movie they make it to where he's supposed to like fake his death. I didn't get like a face, uh, or I, I think change his face. I could be c- fucking completely off of <laughs> because, like I said, the very last like twenty minutes is all the Bruce Lee stuff where he's wearing the yellow jumpsuit that Kill Bill, uh, the Kill Bill yellow jumpsuit was based off of is right. from Game of Death. Yeah. Yeah. Here you go. During the filming of Game of Death, Bruce Lee received an offer to star in Enter the Dragon, the first kung fu film to be produced by a Hollywood studio. And with a budget unprecedented for the genre, but Lee died of a cerebral edema before the film's release. Oh, so at the time of so his death, crazy. he had already made plans to resume filming of Game of Death. Yeah. So, so he crazy. was making Game of Death. Stop they it. said, come on, and start in this big budget I Hollywood can see why. movie. Enter yeah. the Dragon is a freaking awesome movie. And it, it came is. out it in 78, but when yeah. did he die? I will find that out for you. When I watch what movies like Enter the Dragon, it makes me want to jump around my living room going, <laughs> You have to. I mean, that's how you learn, right? That's how I <laughs> learn by doing. <laughs> he died in 1973. 1973? 1973. Colin. Colin. He is our, uh, <laughs> our Captain yeah. Google. I just like to talk about how much I hate movies. Colin actually knows about movies. <laughs> so what's a, a cerebral edema? That's, was that like... It's fatal. A, a kick to the head. <laughs> it's fatal. <laughs> he died during like. No, it was a brain hemorrhage. He took. Yeah, he yeah. took. He had an allergic reaction to like some uh, some aspirin or something that his oh, secretary really? gave to him. Oh, oh shit! Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. He had a headache or something like that. His his uh, secretary gave him some aspirin. And I thought it was like brain an accident hemorrhage or something during filming. No, 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 no. It wasn't. No, he wasn't during. He wasn't like shooting. That was uh, yeah. his uh, son. Yeah. Brandon. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That'd be crazy if it was both of them. (laughs) It is is almost, you know, it's hard now to realize what, like, Bruce Lee was back in that time. I mean, he was huge. I mean, he was the only, yeah, I mean, he was was a giant figure in in movies. And he only did, like, what, like four... This is the same Brandon. Yeah, but he did lots of, he did lots of Japanese stuff, though. 
Because he's been acting since he was a kid, really. He's Chinese. He wasn't... Well, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say they all look the same, but... <laughs> and, uh, oh, I'm just saying. I'm just a saying. That's Can not you tell if I'm Canadian or American? Nope. That's not, right. that's not the Hold first on time on we've hey, hey. done this podcast. All right, I'm going to stop this right here, not right now. I just got to... No, no. <laughs> because we're talking about kung fu movies. We are. And we well, were supposed to. This scene, no, this scene was no, so influential. No. It brought right. me back to that time. Now we need to ask the eternal question: Pirates versus ninjas. Pirates versus well, ninjas. Well, what's going to happen? Uh, ninjas. Pirates kick the ninjas' ass. <laughs> well, there's too many pirates. There's like one. Yeah, it depends whose turper we are. Are we talking <laughs> in the? Like yeah, I don't know if pirates are how much ninjas could jump around sails and and uh, yeah. and eagles nests and Th- stuff like that. This movie <laughs> answers the question of pirates because he was an American ninja and an American is no ninja. <laughs> okay, especially not Michael Dudikoff and some pirate. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, I just cracked myself up. Travis uh, just had to walk away from the mic. It was that sad. was a little yeah. bit of the influence. Yeah. Well, we did come up with a good idea for a uh, movie, I think, while we were watching this movie. Right? <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the If You Were Stung By a... What was it? If You Get Bit By a Pirate. You'll Become uh, a Pirate. <laughs> vampirates. <laughs> vampirates. <laughs> no, there's a series of books that Arian was reading called Vampires. Do we want to do a wrap up on the island, or do we want to? I still have a lot to say about the island. Okay, we been gone. So, okay, well, I'm watching it, and like, I guess, kind of like Travis. Yeah, I was worried in the beginning because minus, like, you know, you got your cold open where. You get an idea of the pirates and what they're all about with the gut slash and the axe to the forehead and all that great, you know, <laughs> this great <laughs> violent stuff that's going on. <clears throat> well, then you start to fo- follow Michael Caine and his son as they head to this island. I mean, you know that's going to be their end destination. Sure, there's, I think, a plane blows up. Well, oh, a pla- yeah. A plane definitely <laughs> blows up. <laughs> Like, how do we get them to the island? Let's take them there in a plane and blow it up. Why not? Right, yeah, so they have no way off. And then there's some sort of explanation that planes don't fly at night and they're going to be stuck there. So they go off fishing, you know, because it's still a good time. And Oh, also, uh, the kid, until they get to the island, he thinks they're still going to Disney World. So this kid needs a globe or a geography class because even in just because you're in Florida doesn't mean that <laughs> like Disney like they're in Miami and Disney World's you know mm-hmm. Sarasota I think which is ours he got fooled oh. by a British accent so trusting well, he got fooled by an Academy Award winning accent <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> trust me I'll take you there I swear and even though this movie's called The Island I don't really think it started to pick up and deliver until they were off the island heading to that first, uh, what'd you call it, the sloop? Like, at that point, I was like... Oh, the schooner? The schooner, oh, is it? Yeah. The ship? The the, ship? The, yeah, the ship with the American ninja on it. <laughs> <laughs> but at that point, it delivered on everything that you hoped that a pirate well, movie it, would it, be. Yeah, like the, the pirate, pirate court? court? And the pirates all talking. Did you did it to James? Whatever. Did you did it to James? Pirate pig Latin. I guess maybe I'm not familiar with Pirate Court, but 
up it's in very fun. <laughs> well, there's that, there's that there's that one disturbing scene when 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 Michael Caine escapes and the, and the pirates come out looking for him. We're like, my torch went out, and there's one pirate. <laughs> He's fucking naked except for a satchel. It's just like what the fuck. Right. Yeah. And there's this idea. Natural. There's this concept that uh, the pirates are living, you know, this savage life or this life that they've always lived. Like, you know, they've never evolved yeah, from this is for 300 years. For 300 years, and there's, you know, there's some monologue about it being like the modern world is garbage, and this is, you know, the 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 pure way of life. But then they go on this ship. And they pillage it, and they bring all this shit back to the island. You know, like, sure, they throw away the electronics because they don't know what the hell they are, and they don't care what the hell they are. But they're still, you know, like, they they rely on the modern world, like the rum. There's Well, yeah, I mean, because they're pirates. They need oh, to yeah. still fucking do some pillaging and shit. <laughs> There's a wedding with... <laughs> the, that's right. We invented, we're going to, like, try that. Blood rum. Blood rum. <laughs> Ingredients are human blood, rabbit blood... Uh, rum, spice rum, <laughs> possibly a great deal of ocean water. We're not really yeah. sure. I like how they didn't know what the cocaine was. They didn't realize because I mean it's the '80s, so I mean we're talking like the start of the the cocaine cowboys in Florida. So yeah. it wasn't you know it was just oh, starting maybe to get that's really it, huge. Dude, they had the ninja was to protect the all the cocaine. The cocaine. Oh, that ninja was, was on the coke ship. Yeah, he was. And co- he was probably all coked up. That's why he was like. Whoa. Yeah, man, I can yeah. take these guys. Yeah, no problem. I'll get on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, that is a nice piratey looking bottle. Well, no, somebody can make. Some We're drinking rum, of course, in order, you know, in honor of the island. Err, and Tom's taking the bottle. Well, no, uh, what's your face? Is, uh, someone can make something out cool out of something. <laughs> cool. Pirate, pirate gear. <laughs> what's her face? You're getting a bottle of. Empty bottle of Captain Morgan. Hey, what's her face? <laughs> I got a special message for what's her face. I want to give a shout out to what's her face. <laughs> mm, uh, as long as we're doing shout outs, I want to give a shout out to guide our ships. Since we're talking about pirates. Yar, guide our ships, please. There, there was a cool shot that I really, really liked. It was in the beginning of the movie, and they showed it twice, where like the ships are going past, and like you see like this old cruise ship that like broke her back on the oh, hull. Yeah, yeah. That was just a really cool shot. I yeah, I thought that ship was going to come into play more. Yeah, yeah like they were going to be, that was going to yeah. be pirate base or something. I suppose yeah. they should have known better knowing that it's called the island, but you know, still. Right. Yeah, they got a home base. I thought that'd be like a perfect place for the final shootout. Yeah, with it. <laughs> Have a Coast Guard versus... <laughs> right. Yeah, okay. That was a seven psychopaths. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, that's a great movie, too, if you haven't seen it. Don't ruin that's it. That's a great movie. Don't ruin it. All right, don't ruin it. I'm just saying it's great. It's at the Red Box. I you have it. to see it. You, it is you great. You have to see it. It's great. I heard it had Colin's biggest laugh of the year in it, right? Yes, I doubled yes. over in pain. No, it's but not. it's probably not that funny, but I thought it was <laughs> That's pretty funny. <clears throat> And you say that I don't have, like, I'm the death of laughter. Who says Doubled that? Over. You just don't like comedies. It was a comedy. It's a I laughed my ass off. <laughs> but it had to involve, like, people dying for mm, you to That's laugh. true. And that, so, that was the biggest that laugh. <laughs> it was, actually. The biggest laugh involved somebody dying in a horribly violent way. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you get some psychopaths. This great. is less a podcast as it is a therapy couch. <laughs> that's a, true. It's 
of therapy. So, so what else did you? What else <coughs> you have to say? Well, I guess I could sum it up with uh, my two favorite parts of the island. The movie did not take place on the island. It was the two times that they went. You know. Well, because they're doing pirate stuff. And they were swashbuckling. I mean, they were actually swashbuckling. Yeah, oh, yeah, they you were know, <laughs> they were throwing hooks onto the boat. Yeah. And yeah. I like how the boy corrected his father and called them buccaneers. Mm. You know, that was nice. Yeah. Yeah, it, Buccaneers, goddammit. It felt like a nod to all pirate enthusiasts. And since I was sitting right next to one, it was kind of a great experience. <laughs> was, well, no. you know, those are pretty proud people. You know, they were paid. They were paid by all these, you know, <laughs> by all these leaders to go take care of shit. And then they were told, "Hey, you can't do that anymore." And it's like, fuck you. This yeah. has been our life. You know, yeah. our life is pillaging and plundering these ships, and we're not going to stop just because you. You is know. that? I mean, did they say like? I maybe I missed they it. Did. Like what? Yeah, okay. They're just whatever. They're pirates that landed. It was like oh, sometimes pirates they've been here forever. Something. Sixteen eighteen yeah. is what they said. I think sixteen eighteen yeah. landed on there. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But was or it a good movie? Hiding from the Spaniards. Yeah, it was a fantastic movie. It was. It was a good movie. As much as you know, I I feel like I'm dogging on the the beginning part at the island, but. Story-wise, I think it's all great. It has its fl- the movie has its flaws. Sure, it's. Oh, here's a question, Tom. <laughs> does it have the '80s stink? Ooh. You know, it does not have the '80s stink because it's an '80s movie, but it feels like a '70s movie. And the '70s were okay. I just think it's so much woods and like yeah. fashion don't fucking matter in the movie, nah, so it yeah, doesn't have. Yeah, it feels like a '70s movie. It's more, yeah, it's more timeless. Just hair. That's right. right. People have hair in this movie. Beware. Ninja, the American Ninja had the '80s hair, like on that boat. Yeah, all yeah. those people. That was your yeah. '80s stink right there. And they the all co- get killed cocaine. by pirates. Did cocaine was major '80s? Did you guys feel it had a bit of a Star Wars influence with the kid, with being the one? Mm-mm. Wow. They were like, this nope. kid is special. Wow. Not at all. <laughs> no, no, because they, they explain it. They just like we don't have young men to train to be pirates, so we're just gonna take these people, and that's why they brainwash them. You know, yeah. he's not the one. They're just like we're gonna yeah, fucking the, make uh, him the one of us. The but, one uh, kid from the first boat, he was he was the first one that they uh, abducted, okay. and then they yeah. got the girl from the second boat, and then I mean, if anything, if kid. anything, like the kid, the kid just basically represents. Like, I mean, like, um, Treasure Island is probably, like, the most well-known pirate story of, of, of all time. And that is a story about a kid who basically goes with pirates and, you know, they try and get him to be a pirate, but he doesn't want, you know. Yeah. And this so, is terrible. I can't remember this, but how, how did he end up with uh, the pirates? Long John Silver? Yeah, Long yeah. John Silver? Ben Hawkins. I can't, he a, ben I can't remember. Was he abducted? Doesn't he just get hired? No, no, no. Doesn't he, he just get hired? Does he? He actually goes with them. Yeah, he thinks it's going to be great fun. And he thinks it's going to be fun. That's usually, I think, what the I mean, most... Because, like, he, he's got the compass, and the, the, the pirates are using him because he has a compass. Yeah. And he knows where the treasure. the treasure is. Yeah. So they're actually using him... Wait, is that the movie with the black spot? No. That comes into the... the no. Into the no. tavern, he's got the black spot. That's the guy who like gives the kid the okay never mind. The best Treasure <laughs> Island version is actually uh like from like the 30s. It's crazy old, but man, it's really good. 
It's really good. It's better than the Disney version. Yeah, I mean, there, there, there's been a lot of Treasure Island versions, yeah. but I mean, well, it's I hard mean, to beat the guy who played Long John Silver in the Disney version. That guy was that guy was something else. I can't remember that actor's name, but I mean, I remember him to this day. But, <laughs> you know, but that seems to be the 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 moral of pirate movies is all. Oh, it looks really good fun to go out and do whatever you want to do to whomever you want to. But then once the kid real once the kid or whoever your character realizes <clears throat> that that attitude goes both way, you know that you know they don't care about all these other people. They definitely don't care about each other or you, really. You know, it may seem on the on the on the surface that it's all yeah, a it's gang a mentality, but once they don't have a use for you, you know. Yeah, right. They they pulled that off in this movie because I mean, you know, I mean he was like you're my you know the. Tron dude, Stark. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Tron, David Warner uh, is in this movie. Professor from Ninja Turtles uh, two. And the star of many amicus horror films back yeah. in the day. So I mean he's like, you know, I'm adopting you as my son and you're gonna take on the pirate gang and Yeah, he was in From Beyond the Grave. He yeah, tried he to get him to kill mirror. his father and he's like, No and so then he ends up taking the kid hostage and tying him up and stuff like that. So it's like Yeah. You know, I mean that's kinda how the movie ends and well, it ends with a cool flare gun. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's the best pirate movie ever made? Uh, I'd say this. <laughs> I really yeah, would. Seriously? For sure. Like, like wow. that piques my interest. Because it's like pirates are a good idea, but the movie, like I said, most pirate movies are from the 50s. They're most like, <laughs> yes, let's go a plundering. <laughs> Cutthroat Island. <laughs> yeah. Cutthroat, don't. Uh, a pirate, I'm pirate gonna movie. talk about Cutthroat Island. Cutthroat yeah. Island is like the actual, like, theme ride version of Pirates of the Caribbean in a movie for <laughs> Like, I don't know, that's just like, oh, this is too glistening and gleamy. These pirates, uh, you know, Gina Davis is the hottest pirate. For me, I, for me, <laughs> I, I actually would probably say uh, the original, I mean, the Pirates of the Caribbean, I really, really enjoyed those, only because, like, when I go to pirate movies... I actually like the, uh, you know, the fun-loving, swashbuckling, the, the non-realistic you know, the, pirate, the, the, the romance, <laughs> the the romance of that era, and you know, I mean, granted, pirates are dirty, fucking terrible, fucking human beings, but I like the, I <laughs> like the Disney. You know the, <laughs> the Disney version. The, the, the Disney, Disney version, version where it's like we romance the pirates. All right, and so you never saw it. Like nobody here has seen Pirates. It's just called Pirates from nineteen eighty six. Yeah, Walter uh, Matthau no, says, it. and uh, like none of the oh, other actors I, I recognize. I remember a scene in it. <laughs> yeah. there, uh, seen, uh, I'm surprised, Tom, that you have not yeah, completed your. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You've seen Pirates Band of Misfits. I have. Is that, that the animation. animation? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, uh, yeah, I mean, li- like, Pirates Band of Misfits, I like that movie, because that <laughs> is the fun-loving pirates. That is the fun-loving pirates. <laughs> yo, like, ho, it's Muppet yo, Treasure ho, Island. It's the fun-loving pirates. I, so, ironically, then, I the island wacky. may be the only movie that actually deals with pirates as they probably were <laughs> back yeah. in, like, just a bunch of toothless... Yeah, because, because <laughs> back in, even back in, like, the, 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 f- the 50s with the Errol Flynn, that's that's back with your... Yeah, <laughs> he's still got the... That's your, like... Uh, he's the forerunner to the Captain Jack Sparrow yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, the... <laughs> that, that's what... I mean, the Errol Flynn pirate Captain? movies, 
is pretty much what romanticized the pirates and why people go like, I like pirates because it was just like I pirates like are like, pirates. you know, they could woo any woman. They, they didn't woo pirates. women. <laughs> no, they didn't woo any woman. <laughs> you know, uh, they raped them with fucking a, jellyfish. Yeah, that's not what I call it. So, um, but yeah, I mean, th- this is a version of pirates, and in, in, in reality, how they really are. Huh? That's actually kind of fascinating and a big point in this movie's corner, I guess. If it's the only one that, that it really deals with pirates, but as then again, they I haven't seen all Clancy's pirates. No, but it's. I think it's more the the romanticized. Is it? I mean, yeah. The yeah. Fun e- even even so. even Blackbeard, which um, it was a straight to video movie. Um, it was kind of like a straight-to-video movie. Yeah, it's, it was good. And it's actually really good, but the pirating, the pirating of that movie is still kind of even more romanticized because it's following Blackbeard. Really? I thought it was pretty. Well, it's pretty because it shows how, like, okay, because Blackbeard, you know, he pirated for a while, and then he got enough money that he actually took a noble wife. He tried to live as an aristocrat. You know, he tried to live in high society, but then he really saw that, like, they kind of showed him off, as in, like, you know, here's Blackbeard the Pirate, here's Blackbeard the Pirate, you know, that he took his wife down to, like, the pirate saloon, and he let every pirate in the place rape her. I mean, oh, wow. yeah, so... Wait, was, uh, was, was Blackbeard? No, it was Bluebeard. Bluebeard was the one that had the room that, like, all his wives that kept on having wives, like, don't go in this room. And they kept on going in the room, and then, like, he had another Is that just wife. a ghost story? Is that, like, a real blue... I don't know. Like, is that, like, a real... That's what I'm, like, trying to remember. Is that Blackbeard or... Bluebeard. I think it's Bluebeard. Blackbeard's well, totally Blackbeard. real. Right. But you know what's amazing about Blackbeard? He was a pirate for three years, and we still know about him today. Three years. Oh, wow. So imagine how much he actually did to make a name for himself. Well, he had a fucking flaming beard. I he mean, had a that's... flaming <laughs> demon beard. And they say, and they say when uh, they killed him, they say they, uh, they cut off his head and his body swum around the uh, boat like ten times or something like that before it died. So... Take that. <sighs> Legend and lore. <laughs> Legend and lore. Pirate lore. I mean, that's, that's what I always liked. I mean, like, I like, like, I mean, like, pi- like the, the things that draw me to pirates is, like, pirate movies and pirate video games, like the Monkey Island series. Or, like, <laughs> Sid Meier's Pirates, you know, like, <laughs> just these crazy off-the-wall stuff. Um, yeah. Well, what did you think? I mean, should we do a wrap-up? Wrap-up? Wrap we're kind of... Well, well, maybe we should end quick. on time. Real we should quick. end on time because it was his pick. Go ahead. I want to ask Tom about the short that he showed before before the movie. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of a short. It was fraught with technical. It was kind of a... was kind of a yeah, short. Well, uh, well I, I guess my question to you would be... Would you consider those real modern day pirates? I mean, that's pretty. That was uh, that was kind of. Tell, tell me, where, where is it supposed to take place? It, what, what, okay, well, yeah. What are you talking about? Tell well, well, what I, what I was trying to show was a. It was kind of wrought with. Uh, there's a game called Far Cry Three, and the the it's a, it's a game about a guy basically trapped on an island, and there's pi- pirates on the island. So the intro kind of starts off with. It's an intro video of the of the of the game, and the intro starts off with them just like it's a bunch of kids on an island partying, having fun. They're drinking beers, jumping off of uh, hang gliding, jumping off cliffs, and they're jumping off like out of airplanes, just doing crazy stuff, hanging out at bars, and it pans out, and it shows like that it's actually on a phone, and they're actually captured by real pirates, and. Um, 
the pirate is a guy named uh, Voss who's on the cover of the game, and he's is just a so in insane the, motherfucker. In the game, where are the pirates located? Like, who? What type of pirates? Because okay, in today's modern society, Somalian pirates are like now right. are modern day pirates. Yeah. So in the game, who like where were they? Well, that supposed to be. Uh, they just have like a base set up on the island. Well, actually, they have like a couple bases set up on the island. Yeah, they like say where in like what geography, geographic, yeah. geographic locations. Uh, is this South America or I think it's Caribbean or Mexico. Mexican uh, pirates, <laughs> the I laziest like pirates we've ever worked with. with. No, I'm just joke. <laughs> I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure. No. To be honest, I haven't got that far in the game. Okay. Well, for for the podcast, we're talking about showing shorts before our movies as well. Yeah, uh, I want to start getting. I mean, that, that a, wasn't really a short, system but down for all. Because I, I was actually playing that game today. I saw that intro today, and I'm like, that is fucking cool. I gotta show it to you guys. I want to bring back the days of cartoons before movies, or newsreels before movies. So you guys want to bring in some newsreels? <laughs> I have exactly Definitely. one. I have one, and it's actually <laughs> it's about the evils of reading comic books. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's like a, some some confidential show from, from the 50s when they're demonizing comics. I wonder if I can find one of those Halloween Today something. in the newsreels, <laughs> Marilyn Monroe. I think I have one from, like, the end of World War II. No, World War II is still going on, and it's like, our boys are over in France. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those. Our <laughs> uh, boys in blue. Yep. So, okay, wrap up, wrap up. Colin, you want to start with your wrap up of uh, oh, okay. The Island? All right, haven't seen this movie before. Watched it tonight for the first time. Didn't really know what to expect. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised. I don't, you know, I mean, I had a blast at watching it. I think... Part of that was just because, you know, I was watching it with you guys. I think if I was watching this movie by myself, I may have had a different opinion. Because I don't necessarily know that it's a good movie. I think, like, if you're watching it with a bunch of friends and you're just having, like, and you, you have, like, a, a an enthusiasm for pirate stuff, it played really well. Except for the, you know, American Ninja. But, I mean, even, like, the ending, I mean, all that stuff was just awesome. Uh, so, I mean, I guess I would say, like, you know, rediscover the island now available from Shout Home Video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I I agree. I, I think that I would recommend this film. I really like this movie. Um, I think a lot of it comes from sitting with Tom, you know, next to Tom, which is like sitting in an audience full of people that are all, like, jazzed to see the next, you know, the next big Star Wars or something. Like, like that was the energy level in the room I think um, even though I will say my favorite parts of the island are when they're not on the island when they're actually oh, cause they're doing any pirate movie right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's usually just my favorite part of a pirate movie but this one's called the island so it's funny that that's yeah so I, I, I would give it uh, two thumbs up if I can say that, can I, is that I don't know, trademarked? No. Yeah. No. no, would you? Would you? We're trying <laughs> to get something started. Yeah, would, right. you, oh, would you? Yeah, would yeah, you yeah, buy yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Would you buy it, uh, rent it, or pirate it? Yar. Would you give it? Colin introduced our new rating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. System. So we came up with a new rating system. Uh, so basically, what we're trying. So there's only three steps on this rating system. Mm -hmm. right? There's four. No, three. Not watch it. Or, yeah, okay, or uh, it's yeah, so yeah, bad yeah, you yeah, should so avoid, bad. It, avoid like, it all. Okay, so yeah, top, uh, the top of the scale is that you would buy this movie. You have to own it, take it home, love it, watch it a couple times. Make your friends year. watch it, even right. though they don't want to. Exactly. And then uh, just below that, you've got the I will rent it. You know, I'll go out and actually pay money to watch it one time, maybe have some friends over, whatever. 
And then below that is the I will pirate it Yarr. or acquire it by. Not Yarr. that we endorse pirating, by all means. No, 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 no. I watch it on Netflix. I hate people that stream steal. it. it just... Okay, so stream it as well, part of it, your Netflix subscription. Yeah, do that. But okay. still, yeah, just but that's our Netflix still. What, what you know, we're not telling you to pirate. We're just saying, would you steal it? You know? Yeah, it is. That, it's like it's stream it, Netflix. It's it, watch it on yeah. TV. Yeah, but we're gonna say gonna pirate because you know what we're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we're not like, naive to this. It's good, but I don't know if I actually want to pay money for it. And then <laughs> watch it on TV or on cable. And then the bottom is avoid this fucking movie like your life depended on it because it will do you harm if uh, you won't see it. So instead of pirate, should we just say watch it? Should we say buy it, rent it, watch it, avoid it? Yeah. We could do that. That way, because watch it involves pirating, free bootlegs, yeah. someone gives it to you, you you know. Yeah. You'll well, watch it, it if it, like, happens TV. to be on TV when you're drunk at 2 in the morning just because, hey, I'm too lazy to change the yeah. how about How about, how about right. we start that next week? Because this week I'm going to say pirate it. Yeah, why, why not? Uh, That's a good call. Tar, that'd be a mighty good call, though, Brent. I mean, even though I was (laughs) saying, uh, you know, depending on, like, whether or not it's a good movie or not, I think uh, if you're uh, a true film connoisseur, and we know that you are because you're listening to the Saturday Night Freak Show, (laughs) uh, I would actually, I would probably say, you know, that, uh, yeah, you can rent it. Check it out at least once. Pirate. All right, well, my wrap-up of uh, The Island is... uh, uh, I think Peter Benchley has really good ideas. I think it is the best pirate movie I've ever seen, just because I do like a more realistic pirate where it's not romanticized and it is like these are not great people to be here. If you're part of them, yeah, you're probably in a good place, even though you're doing just the same horrible shit. But uh, I think uh, Michael Caine is just good in whatever he's in. He can be in whatever and just work his way through it, you know? Uh it has a, a little bit of a slow start, maybe, but I think the... the they go and buy guns. The hatchet and stuff, the uh, the actual like, like horror scenes, <laughs> the first few minutes, gets you through to the pirate court. And to me, the whole pirate court, it just gets so interesting, because just piece by piece, you start to learn their culture, how they talk, why they're fucking stupid, why they dress like shit, why, you know, yeah. and just having... Uh, like, uh, the doctor character almost being, like, this other, like, bad guy character, even though you don't see him as that. He's uh, the guy in the who can come in and, like, explain what the hell's going on. Yeah, you know, in a in a very good way. So, yeah, I'd say it's a, it's a really good movie. Definitely the best pirate movie. So, I would, uh, I would definitely, uh, I would rent it. I don't know if I would buy it, but, uh, I would definitely rent it, for sure. I would spend money on this. Tom, final final thought. Uh, As a pirate uh, connoisseur. Yeah, I mean, I I came into it not really knowing what to expect. The box is a little bit misleading because it kind of sells itself as a as a horror movie. Yeah. But it's Big actually time. like a true pirate movie, like modern day, uh, close to modern day. No. Not, well, actually, we should say that they fucking there is a Jolly Roger hoisted yeah, on, on a flagpole uh, at some point. So there is. I mean, away. you know, it's it's. It's a really, really good pirate movie, and I mean, it's not the romanticized pirates. It's the the real. This is not gonna be good for you, pirates. <laughs> Dirty, nasty pirates. And They're I, not gonna dance with you. There are there are some there, there's some really good scenes that I was just like giddy with, and um, absolutely giddy. 
Which made it all that better. I said it before. I'll say it again. It made it that much better to watch it with Tom. I mean, the the hosing scene, the, just the the jolly music when they're murdering Coast Guards, which is just creepy. Um, you know, I would say, it, it, you know, like it's a pirate movie, so I would say pirate it. But I probably would actually say buy it if you are a real pirate fan. Or be I I. Why did I own it? So. <laughs> um, there you go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Well, you can't get any higher recommendation than that. All right, so cool. So we should uh, take a break really quick, and then uh, we'll come back in a second with the second half of the Saturday Night Freak Show. And we're back. I know you weren't expecting that. This is the Saturday Night Freak Show, part two, where we're talking about Michael Caine. Oscar and Giant Ants. <laughs> that was random. Tom's Oscar, just, he's just going to jump right into it. Okay, so here's what we got about Michael Caine. We were just talking. the uh, Michael Caine, I'm, I'm making a, a comparison. Michael Caine, Peter Cushing. Who we just saw in The Island. We didn't see Peter Cushing, but we saw Michael Caine in Michael The Island. Michael Caine. Right. Two dignified British actors that no matter what the hell comes out of their mouth, you totally believe it. That's acting. Even if they're in the shittiest movie you've ever seen, like On Dudley Ground with Steven Seagal. Or blame it on Rio. Yeah. Michael Caine still... May, okay, I'm going to take that back. He lost his fucking dignity on, on Dudley Ground. But everything else he's ever done... But didn't he bring it back as Alfred? He did. That was awesome. No, it was the Cider House rules. Wasn't it? Something was that it? he did and that all of a sudden rescued him from... Dude, the, he, he was good in Cider House rules. I let's let's not forget, he was in Jaws the Revenge. Cider House the one with the psychic like shark. It. Yeah. What? Yeah, the psychic shark. You ever seen Jaws the Revenge? The fucking shark wants to kill the Brody family. <laughs> it tracks them from Amity, Long Island, USA, to like the Cayman Islands or something. It swims it the whole knows. way. Yeah, because it knows that it. The shark like rears up and it goes, you. Does and it? Like no. But, but I mean, wouldn't still. that be awesome? No. That's basically what it was doing. Did you see the Bob Burgers episode? It's pretty much about oh. Jaws three, but not about Jaws three. Yes. It's about it's about the guy at the amusement park that runs the amusement park is buying the shark from this movie part three, and the dude's all stoked about it. But then, I mean, it's like the how the shark, the robot shark, doesn't want to work at the right times, but when it does, it's at the wrong time, so it like creates this menace. You should see that Bob's Burgers episode. <laughs> <laughs> I like Jaws 3D, damn it. Oh, I'm like boy. one of the only defenders of that movie. Yes, you are. Yeah, I know. It's like, it's yeah. like Batman in Gotham yeah. being the lone defender. <laughs> well, uh, actually, there's another guy in that, uh, you know, so if we're talking about actors who can't deliver a bad performance, I'd say Lou Gossett Jr. That guy got saddled up with some awful, awful shit after he was in uh, Officer and a Gentleman, which was like, wow. And then they put him in uh, Iron Eagle and <laughs> Jaws, Jaws 3D. And then there was some really embarrassing thing. I think uh, I saw a screenshot where he was like a pharaoh or something. It was like, oh, my God. But I still maintain that that guy can't deliver a bad performance, like maintains his dignity. I'll so be damned if... Outfit. Go about Brandon Frazier. I will be damned if you say anything bad about Iron Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fantastic film. I'm saying that what? Lou Gossett well, Jr. does very well. That's a good flick. You haven't seen it? What is it, like a Top Gun type thing? 
Uh, are you ridiculous leaving? Ridiculous thing in the world. So this kid, his dad is a fighter pilot. He yeah. gets shot down in what Russia? Something like that. Yeah. So the kid teams up with his dad's old what mentor, oh, whatever, dude, Lou Gossett Jr. And they fly a rescue mission. Wasn't there like an Iron Eagle one, yeah. Iron Eagle two, and Iron yeah. Eagle yes. three? Yeah, I've seen Iron Eagle. It's along the same subgenre as like Red Dawn, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only like not as. I want to say the kid from Ryan. Er, only Iron way Eagle, more badass. The kid from Iron Eagle was just in this last season of Dexter. Dude, there's a scene where like fighter jets and dirt bikes. I think. What? I remember an Iron Eagle. Yeah, that's in like in the air at the same time, head to head. Well, I mean, once on the ground, but it jumps. Oh, well. But it's like oh, that's shit. how they introduced like full the, on like Top Gun motherfucking. I gotta see this movie. Yeah, I think it was made like, because of Top Gun. Fucking awesome. There's like five sequels. I think Lou Gossett Jr. actually may, may be in all yeah. of them. He may be the. You the know, I mean, nominated. if it's one thing I like, and I'll tell you, I'll, I'll be perfectly honest. Anybody that knows me knows that I like fighter jets and dirt bikes. And pirates. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> the possibilities if we can mix yeah, all Yeah, like, like the new Battlefield 3 expansion that's coming out is like a, 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 a air, air one and it's adding dirt bikes to the game. It's going to be the greatest expansion ever. <laughs> adding it's dirt it's almost as if they read your mind. If you add dirt bikes to a game, that's good. Or a movie. <laughs> or a movie, right. it's a win. Have you seen BMX? Wait, no. no what was no, it? I'm rad? Seen, I'm, no, what was I'm the not, dirt bike movie? No, no. I think it was rad. No, no. Rad. I'm not, okay, I'm not I'm talking about BMX. I'm not talking <laughs> about dirt bike movies. Yeah. It's got to be dirt bikes in there was military one called movies. Fandango may have been a movie about dirt bikes. In military. Isn't that see how like, you buy movie tickets? Yeah, but that's later on. I think this is like 80s. I want to see okay. dirt bikes in military movies. Like, if you're like an army dude <laughs> driving a burnt dirt bike and you're going like, you know, fighting like, okay. pirates. Okay. Wolverine. Wolverine, when he's on that motorcycle, it's not a dirt bike, but it's a motorcycle. He like jumps up and he takes on a helicopter. Awesome scene. You know what I do like a dirt bike is in uh, uh, Lucio Bava's Demons. I love the scene, how the dude's on the dirt bike and he's got the samurai sword. It's like, that, to me, is an <laughs> iconic, like, this belongs. That's as iconic as, like, the chainsaw hand of Evil Dead. Just the dude on the, uh, on yeah, the yeah. dirt bike yeah. with the... That, that's awesome. Sawing demons in half with a samurai sword. Because that's how you do it. <laughs> that's how you have to do it. I think so. With honor. <laughs> Damn straight. Well, if you like dirt bikes and military time, check out. Oh Iron yeah, yeah, all right. It's, I, I, you sold me. I, I will check out Iron Eagle. Awesome score. I tell you what, I just bought Death Trap on Blu-ray, starring Michael Caine and Christopher Reeves, and I'm sure, I'm positive, it's going to make it to the Saturday Night Freak Show because it's one of my favorite movies. With both Michael Caine and Christopher Reeve doing one of their best performances. That is a good movie. There you go. It belongs to the Warner Brothers archive, so they're not even what? really releasing it. Are you but serious? It's a Warner Brothers archive. They're not even putting it in widescreen. All right, so does anybody know what the Warner Brothers archive is? I wouldn't tell you. It's like, so Warner Brothers made transfers of these movies, but they're like, well, we don't actually think anybody would buy them. So they make them available on their website, so... If you want it, you can go and order this stuff, and they just kind of make you a DVDR and send it to you. 
But it's still pretty good. Yeah. Like I got. Oh yeah, uh, the quality. They give you like little samples and stuff. The quality yeah, is pretty decent. Yeah, I got a flight of dragons. They don't, they don't really feel good. that it's that it would warrant actually mass production or mass production of the you know to sell it. Wow. I don't understand why, because I like some really weird movies. Is the last unicorn one of those? No, last no, unicorn. No, last, last unicorn's pretty. Last good unicorn's movie. actually one of Rankin and Bass's only theatrical released movies. Yeah. It's, Hobbit it's was made for TV. Super fucking popular. Super popular. Does anybody else besides Warner Brothers do like one, that kind of? You know, thing? I don't know. I really, uh, I don't think so. not as far as I've heard. I know Warner Brothers is more active about yeah. announcing it. You it's know, because cool that they do it. it is I guess because awesome you can get shit it. that like, you know, I mean, they're they're putting all of their stuff on some kind of DVD somewhere that you can. And for some get. reason, like Disney does this, but they actually do real like real burns, not you know just like a whatever, but. They make it like a Mickey Mouse Club exclusive, where you got to join their movie club to be able to order. Like Condor Man is something I really want. Can you get Song of the South? I'm sure not. Mm. But you can get Song of the South at like any comic book convention or any you know (laughs) any of those like forbidden films. Yeah, it came out in like the UK or whatever. They've been making dupes of it ever since. Dude, I remember seeing. I remember seeing it when I lived in Germany, singing theaters. Yeah. Zippity doo dah, man. Zippity doo dah. Zippity a. My oh my. This is a racist <laughs> movie. <laughs> <laughs> is it? I don't know. See, I remember. Yeah, because there's a part where they have like, like, okay, babies like playing in mud, and they're like tar babies. So yeah, it's a very racist. Mm. It's since it's song uh, of the south. Yeah, yeah. It's very like, <laughs> oh uh. boy. It is like wow. the biggest embarrassment. You, like Dumbo's damn near a racist movie. For too. sure, because the crows say, <laughs> Well I be done seen about everything when you see an elephant fly. Yeah, like, well, crows are pretty done You're pretty uh Yeah. Pretty colorful. Pretty yeah. colorful and those old Tom and Jerry cartoons are were like the old Tom and Jerry cartoons and the old why, Bugs Bunny. Like, Tom and Jerry isn't like around anymore. Well, I mean, like the old Tom and Jerry and Bugs Bunny cartoons, like you know, they used to have like a thing where like you know, it's like I'm gonna smoke on a cigar and the cigar explodes and it's like it makes my lips blue and my eyes really black and white, you know, like yeah, the black face. It makes oh, you have the yeah. black face and it's like. But yeah. that, but that type of comedy was more like the new, the Eastern, like comedy. You know, the like the New York animators. They were more like Popeye was way more Popeye and Betty Boop had way more racist things than usually the Warner Brothers, just because that was, that was just the type of humor that that New York style. I mean, Ralph. Ba- look at Ralph Bosch. Yeah, I was gonna say. Ru- yeah, when you were saying that, I, mean, I was thinking about, about Fritz again, the Cat. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> like we talked about this last week. Yeah. If you didn't hear it. And uh, there's you want to hear more about cartoons? Listen to Lexi's <laughs> podcast. We're gonna there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot of World War Two cartoon, like the World War Two, like like I have a lot of the World War Two Disney cartoons, and those are pretty bad. Like I mean, there's one. There's one World War Two cartoon where Donald Duck is a Nazi, full on Nazi. He works and wakes up and works on a Nazi. Like making yeah, but bombs. What's the, okay, but what's the context? Is he? He's like uh, he's doing the hail Hitler and everything. And who's the ba- who's the American? Yeah, Mickey or something. No, it's it's just it's <laughs> is he the villain of the <laughs> no? It, it, it's just kind of showing how terrible life is in a German war camp. 
like, oh, for, for sure. making bombs and stuff like that. Yeah, okay. So, well, really, that's, how stressful yeah. and how. But that's the the context then. So yeah. it's not like pro Nazi. No, it's, it's not a pro Nazi. Well, yeah, it's okay. probably that more Charlie Chaplin dictator, yeah, 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 like making yeah, yeah, fun yeah. of. Yeah, yeah, it's making fun of and like Bugs Bunny, a lot of Bugs Bunny stuff. Like they were really bad making fun of the Japanese. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. I got a, actually one of the. We're gonna start showing uh, shorts with our movies. That way we might you know talk a little bit about the shorts that you know like. You know, they used to play uh, newsreels or cartoons before movies, so we're going to make this. And, and, and plus, like, it's, if it's, like, if it's my night to do a movie, it would be, like, Colin's night to show a short. That way we can kind of keep it interesting. No, I almost, I almost think, I almost You think I, you should keep it? I, I think if it's your night to show a movie, you should show the short, too. All right, I just thought there'd be a little change in, uh... Well, that way you can match up themes if you want. I, 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 I thought yeah. it was the point of having the show. It makes it more of a show, like, oh, you get this, and then you get a taste of that, and then you get a taste of that. I thought it was to, like, add a little. Uh, but okay, we can do it that way, whatever. I just think I, I think it would be easier to match themes, you know? Like, but sometimes, because, like, okay, I was going to talk about, there's a Superman cartoon I want to show uh, called The Eleventh Hour... Where he sinks, uh, he like Clark Kent and Lois Lane go to Japan on report, but at night Superman sneaks outside of the hotel and starts and sinks, you know, Japanese U-boats and stuff like that. So, uh. you know, it's a cool, it's a really cool cartoon that you know you can just see at the time, you know. Yeah. They're really using it. Even speaking of which, uh, the new Dark Knight Returns. Like, you've read the Frank Miller Dark Knight Returns, yeah. how Superman is just so pro-American. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. that cartoon almost shows, like, I almost disagreed with that cartoon watching it. I was just like, Superman would never be that <laughs> American to, like, just, like, completely destroy, like, other nations' armies the way he does in that cartoon. But anyway, that's good? besides the point. Yeah, it's good. Both You should definitely see both Dark Knight Returns parts one and two, because, like, they're both 75 minutes long, so you watch it, and you get, like, a two-and-a-half-hour movie that, you know, it has almost like, you can almost see four storylines. It's like each movie ha almost has two storylines inside of it. <laughs> so, yeah, you watch the whole movie. I'm trying to remember the book now. I, I've read the novel, so. Or the, I, don't the, the know, I mean, I've, I, 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 the last one I watched was Under the Red Hood. That's a good one. That's still like phenomenal. I mean, like, that was like really good. But, uh, I like those DC, DC ones. They're good. I just wish they would, you know, like okay, like uh, there was uh, Superman versus the Elite, and that was, you know, like I said, all these are seventy six minutes long. That way they could be edited with commercials and be an hour and a half long on TV. But sometimes you just don't get enough of the adaptation they're doing. But Superman versus the Elite was based off of one single issue of Action Comics, so that way they were really able to flush out a story and get it like, you know, to a good point. But you know, releasing the Batman the way, the Batman Dark Knight the way they did. It's just like, yeah. why don't you guys just make a movie? Yeah, I know, yeah, Instead yeah. of, you know, yeah. maybe it's probably yeah, funny. I don't know why they made it in two parts. Well, I mean, I guess it because it would be long or whatever. Shit, now i got to watch, like, a bunch of short movies. There's a, a lot of them that I've seen that I don't know if they're available. You don't like cartoons? Well, it, I'm going to be training you guys to Daffy Duck. Well, I'm doing cartoons. Cartoon. That's my... I'm doing Peppa Le Pew, yeah. Bugs Bunny, Daffy, Superman. Yeah, yeah. You'll, probably, you'll probably see a lot of video game stuff. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Just make sure you have, like, a right, like a thumb drive version of it so we don't buffer. Because <laughs> yeah. that, like, ruins... Because uh, I want to see the drama yeah, you're talking yeah, about, but I can't when it's like... Uh, yeah, we like that. Buffering. Like, have you seen the CGI intro to um, 
DC Universe, like the intro to DC. I'm oh, yeah. yeah I want to see what's yeah. that new DC game. It, oh, Does it have a... It's, dude. It's like uh, God... In, Injustice? Yeah. Injustice. They, they just released a CG trailer in that game. Awesome. Is that gonna be like another Mortal Kombat with DC characters? It's, it's DC. It, okay, it's what it is is it's Mortal Kombat with. I mean, it's not Mortal Kombat with DC characters. It's DC characters made by the guys that made Mortal Kombat. So like the guys that made my Mortal brain. Is it still like a fighting style game though? It's like a, Mortal it's, Kombat. It's a it's a fight it's a fighting game because okay. So the guys that made the the. Mortal Kombat, they revamped Mortal Kombat. And it's what like Midway or something, right? Or that's just the publisher. You're talking... No, it's, it's Nether, Netherstorm. Okay. Netherstorm made, re, redid um, Mortal Kombat. They just released it, I think, two years ago now. But what was cool about it was... Yeah, that was the Mortal Kombat where, like, when you hit a guy, like, you saw, like, the x-ray. Yeah, you saw, his, like, the like, x-ray. breaking and all And, and what, what was cool was, is, is, is this game actually, like... I mean, it was the best fighting game that I've ever played because, like, it had, like, a five, probably five, seven-hour story mode. That's how long the story mode was. Like, it was a... a fighting game? It was a story mode that pretty much, like, (laughs) in... that, that, like, told the story of Mortal Kombat 1, 2, and 3 all at once. Wow. And, like, it just recapped the entire story of all three Mortal Kombats in your story mode. So, like, Injustice is um, the DC game that they're coming out with, and it's going to have, like, that same Mortal Kombat type of story. So it's There's also going to be a DC comic book tie-in the same way there was with... Because, I mean, the DC... Um, the one you were just talking about, the one before this, the game that was popular It was before. Mortal oh, Kombat the, oh, versus DC. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm talking about oh, the online oh, DC, game. DC, DC Universe. DC U- Universe. They did, like, uh, almost like a... I want to say... I can't remember how many issues it lasted, but almost like 40 issues of a prequel story to the video game. Are so you, I mean, you going to be reading the shit, Injustice? 40 issues. It, so I it guess lasted, it lasted a good while. Well, I mean, well, not 40 issues, but maybe at least around 20 or 30. I mean, it was a good run. It was a good Are you going to be run. buying Injustice? Uh, no, probably not. Because, I mean, okay, Tom is our like veteran video game guy here. Probably also Colin. Colin knows a lot about video games. But uh, Tom seems bit. to be our uh, our export. Yeah. Even though we don't really talk a lot about video games, it's going to leak into here time to time since video games and comic books is leaking into the genres of uh, right, yeah, of uh, movie, TV, and oh, yeah. you know I remember the Mortal Kombat television series. You remember that guy that looked exact? He like did plastic surgery to look exactly like Jean Claude Van Damme. He even had the weird bump put into his forehead. No. He was in the Mor- <laughs> he was in the Mortal Kombat show. He was also in. These really cheap blood sports sequels really looks exactly like John Claude Van. Like wait, if wait. you like if you were like the Transmorphers audience, uh-huh. you'd be like a new John Claude Van Damme movie. You know, <laughs> you would not because he looks so much like him. Well, wait, like I said, well, you said that the rare uh, bump. Yeah, but you said the Mortal Kombat show. I know they did like a TV show, and they just had like a new web series well, they, or they, something. They, right? did, is that they on did that did a, they, Well, they, that actually is out on DVD. They did release it. They're doing another one, really, aren't they? Yeah, uh, it's like some yeah. New, they, like, they did, what they did was when when the new Mortal Kombat game came out, they released a web series that brought led up to it was a live action web series that led up to kind of like how Halo had their uh, forward onto Dawn mm-hmm. web series. 
Yeah, like Michael J. White. And that's now on DVD. Stuff, right? The yeah, like Gary Ryan and Michael J. White. And yeah, I mean, they, they, like they, it's, it's, it's high quality production mm, stuff. Yeah. I mean, they actually, you know, like, um, like Weta did the Forward Unto Dawn stuff, but I mean, they got some. I think they're doing a season two of uh, hmm. the Mortal Kombat stuff. That, yeah, a a lot of that live action video game stuff's actually doing really well for a lot of people because, like, they did one on Assassin's Creed. Uh, Assassin's Creed Lineage, yeah. which was a prequel Dude, to I saw that in like the seven dollar minute Walmart. Yep. Bam, you know, tighter and, uh, and then they did uh before <laughs> Ghost Recon Future Soldier came out, they did Ghost Recon All Alpha. They've done a Dragon's Age one too, right? And they did a Dragon oh, Age wait, one. They've one? done two Dragon's Age ones. One is like oh, live action Felicia with Felicia Day. Day. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one's animated. all CG. They right, did yeah. they recently oh, they came what? out with a massive Dead Space. I mean they didn't Dead Space didn't do uh computer animated, but they did two animated Dante's Inferno and yeah, Dante's Inferno Mass Effect, did one. Mass Effect did an animated, animated. one. And it's pretty interesting how they're starting to do more of that video. Well, I'm stuff like surprised that. they're it not is. doing more comic books. Or are, are all these properties also comic books? Oh, uh, uh, not actually, always. Oh, oh I, I did read something today, and it was they're doing a prequel to uh, the new Tomb Raider game. Yeah. Huh. And it's a comic book prequel to the new Tomb Raider game. Crazy. Is there also a CG animated movie tie-in with it? No. God, you just can't get away from it. It's like, well, this is like... The, I, I, I wouldn't imagine... have the tie-in to the I wouldn't tie imagine the if there was. I mean, just like um, like, like the short I showed you showed yeah. you today, they did web they did web things with... Um, it was um, the guy from uh, Superbad, McLovin. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they did they, 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 they <laughs> did videos of also in Kick Ass. Right. Yeah, yeah. They did they did Fright Night underrated remake. They did make I think it was rated pretty yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> on the island of Far Cry three. Oh. And so he's partying and then he gets captured by Voss and it's just like videos of like yeah, but those are basically commercials. I mean, they're, they're, they're commercials. They're not. They're not yeah. a movie. But I mean, you could say that like the Assassin's Creed lineage short film. That's also a commercial for the game. But but I it's mean, a they prequel. Went, they they literally yeah, but they do it as a made prequel. like a movie, like to, as a commercial for their. You know, so at that point you have to go like, okay, this is it's it's really weird because it's a marketing product, but at the same time it's like this somebody had to go and. You know, I mean, there's a, a full forward crew and writers hired and actors I mean, and all but that. But they're, get, yeah. they're getting to the point where it's like, oh, you like this? Well, to explore more of the universe, get the comic book. Get yeah. the, get the uh, CG <laughs> animated movie. Yeah. Get the additional novels. I mean, they're really making it where you're exploring all different... Like Django Unchained. Oh, yeah, that's it's coming DC, book. yeah, I think uh, the first issue comes out... Uh, I want to say, though, What would be last Wednesday to this podcast, but it's next Wednesday <laughs> to us. I think it's the first issue where it's supposed to have all that stuff like a novelization would have. Yeah. Not included in the script. It's yeah, supposed to have all this stuff... I, he said it was an adaptation of like his first draft or whatever that w- all that stuff that was cut out of the movie or rewritten. You know the Kurt Russell character is in it. You know, yeah, crazy. I think so. Who's the Kurt Russell character? Uh, it was know? somebody named Ace Woody, and eventually Ace it, it Woody. was like <laughs> it was supposed to be Kurt Russell. Then it became Kevin Costner, and then it became uh, combined with another character, Billy Crash, and they gave it to Walt Goggins. Okay. In Django Unchained. So, uh, well, who's Walt Goggins in that? He Just is, uh, Yeah. Have you okay. ever seen... Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. he's... He's the guy from Justified. What's weird, he's usually a bad yeah. guy in all his feature films, but then he's a good guy in TV shows. Isn't that weird? Yeah, Justified, he like goes back. Isn't he? Justified. He hops back and forth. But he was real, I mean, because, I mean, you got... Pretty much a bad guy in Justified. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. I thought he was supposed to be, like, a good sheriff. I haven't seen this. So no, I was like, no, you guys are this, ruining my. Uh, that's Timothy I was like, Oliphant. Tim- Timothy Oliphant's the sheriff. Oh, Walt you're Goggins. talking about somebody else. He was in uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. <laughs> that was that was really random. There you he go. He was one of the two cops. Timothy Oliphant. Timothy Oliphant is the Hit guy man. from the Crazies. Yeah, he was in the Hitman. He was in Deadwood. He yeah. was in. Yeah, he's the sheriff. Walt Goggins is his nemesis in Crazy. Justified. Walt uh, Goggins was in Django Unchained as Billy Crash, which was an amalgamation of two characters, one of which was supposed to be played by Kevin Costner originally, but he had to drop out, and Kurt Russell, or uh, vice versa, who also had to drop out. Well, you know why? Superman. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, that's what I want to know. Like, what the Kevin fuck Costner happened is? with Django Unchained? Right. Were we talking about this before? At one point, it's like I really think like that was the most slapdash like Quentin Tarantino. It was, movie. A, it was horrible. Right. It was horrible. I because would like. I don't even know if I would ever rewatch it because it, it just, wasn't just that good. feels like he was making it up as he went along and just like throwing shit together. And like when you hear stories like that, you're like, uh, it backs it up. It's like so you originally had scenes that involved this character. Now he's gone. You rewrote it while you were shooting. They saw that like, Man of Steel check, and they're like, "Sorry, dude. Yeah, you know, I got like, Man I of Steel's like a three-picture thing. You know, dude, this is gonna set me up. I'm gonna get my daughter in college. Gonna get the braces. Gonna, <laughs> you know, this is <laughs> Superman money, dude. Got to do it. I just Wait, that <laughs> was Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe and Kevin Costner. No, no. Well, yeah, that's right, Kevin Costner. Is, <laughs> is, is, is Russell Crowe or Kurt Russell? Uh, Kurt Russell. Was supposed to be in Django, and then he couldn't do it for whatever reason. I don't know what movie he had coming out, so that's what it's like. What? Why couldn't you do it? But uh, I had to babysit. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. And then uh, he was replaced by Kevin Costner, and Kevin Costner said at some point, like either you know whatever they it's like scheduling problems. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So he couldn't do it, and then he did Man of Steel, <laughs> and then they so then Quentin Tarantino was like, well, instead of recasting it for the third time, I'm going to roll that character in with another one. And the other one was called Billy Crash. So he kept the name Billy Crash, but like attributed, you know, Ace Woody, the character Ace Woody to him. And then cast Walton Goggins to be that character. And then uh, apparently like, you know, it was a pared down version of this other character who had existed in the script. So when you buy the fucking comic book, it's going to have the original, like, what it was supposed to be had all the shit not gone wrong with that movie. Crazy. Right. And well, Man of Steel comes out June 24th, or June 14th, so I am going to have a countdown for you people. <laughs> We're all excited here. We're for, all excited. For the, record, for the record, I really liked Django Unchained. I just want to say that to our viewers. Oh, really I, I actually... Travis, I, a lot of the viewers I, I recently had to give my review of Django Unchained to a famous celebrity last week. And who was that? You poor bastard. No, I will not name the famous celebrity last week. But I Come on. I don't think you should. You were asked for your opinion is what you were saying. I was asked for my opinion, and I brought in our views from our previous podcast. That's right, because we actually watched Django. I had to bring in my, Django. like, how, how Django related to Django Unchained. And, you know, 
I mean, I, I did say that they said the N word a lot, and that's kind of. I thought that, that was the problem. It's like it's, instead of making a western movie, he made a black exploitation movie. He made it's like, like a black exploitation western. Yeah, but I mean, I've seen uh, there's. Uh, like a couple Fred Williamson westerns, of which I've seen one, but I mean those are like you know pretty solid movies. They just have titles that you can't ever repeat, <laughs> you know. So it's like he's never gonna get You'll them. You'll be shamed. <laughs> he's never gonna get them released. But like I've seen, you know, some they're like good, and that's probably the closest in tone to what Tarantino did. Hmm, so if you can yeah. find, just look up Fred Williamson on the IMDb, and if you can figure out or if you can track down some of his movies. They're uh, pretty good. Yeah, Western. I wanted to uh, make uh, one thing. I was brought. To, it was brought to my attention uh, that we did not mention a, an adult, a, a very important adult cartoon uh, last week, and that is Duckman on USA. Duckman had like kind of that adult level humor way Dude, before. Duckman was pretty good. Duckman, Duckman, <laughs> Duckman was Duckman was, was George, George Costanza from Seinfeld. Yeah, I Duck, mean, Duckman, Duck dude, that's like one of the best things. And you, did you know Duckman came from three like Dark Horse Presents issues from the nineties? I did not but know. Three Duckman. little three little comic book issues. USA uh, original cartoon. Duckman has nothing on Darkwing Duck. Uh, 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 <laughs> I'm just those dropped the mic. Duckman has such a unique art style. I think it's hard to forget. You know, you just remember that Duckman art style. Yeah. Are th- what are the animators doing now? They've done stuff since. What are they doing now? Oh, man, I, it's hard to say. Yeah. It's hard to say because you never really know. Like you know how you were talking about how much you hate. Aeon Flux and Peter Chung. Yeah. You know, you know what, like, one of his first jobs was and how he, like, really got into animation? He did the opening sequence of Rugrats. He did, he worked on Rugrats. And that's, like, how he, like, started, you know, to get his stuff together to do that's what, he, good, what he wanted. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 li- I like Duckman. I, I just, I, I did, Duckman. I, I like the content of Duckman. I just really didn't like... I really didn't like the animation. Oh my god! <laughs> You're an animation style. What about the story? The story? Look at South Park. Animation style? What? Yeah. The story. How about the story? <laughs> Hell, I could watch um. Even as a kid, I watched this thing called uh, See and Read Children Storybook Video, and they would take one picture. And it would be like a big picture, but when the narration started, it'd only be on this one part of the picture. And then the camera would pull out and pan down. It's like, and that was animated enough. You know, the picture wasn't doing shit. It was just the camera was just moving to other parts of the... It's like, if, if the story's good, I think you can get away with almost nothing animation. I think the Duckman animation is definitely like a, a unique style. And I've seen it in cartoons since, and I can't think of what they yeah. are. Yeah. But, like, I don't want to say it on the podcast because I'm going to be wrong. But <laughs> not, yeah, that's a spoiler squ- alert. We are not 100% accurate with anything we are yeah. talking about. This is from our memory, and this is from things we've watched. And, like, we are not historians. It's very rare that we check our facts <laughs> yep. before if, like we Like I said, speak. if you ever want to twi- twit us and twit us. <laughs> you want to twit yeah, us? Yeah, you that's what we call it. When we're wrong, you can twit us. <laughs> if you want to talk to us, you twit. You can Oh, yeah, Colin, you want to give everybody the information on how they can get a hold of us if they ever want to suggest a movie or uh, just tell us we were wrong about something? You can actually contact us right now, friends and neighbors. But not live. On Twitter at 
It's at Freak Show, or uh, you can get us on Yahoo Mail. We're at Saturday Night Freak Show at Yahoo.com. And find us on the World Wide Web at Saturday Night Freak Show.blogspot.com. Ask us questions. Cause I we do want have questions. something I want to tell, tell us about. your opinions. Yes, try to watch the movies that we're watching and be <laughs> yeah, like, sure. you're fucking wrong, dude. You guys don't know what you're talking about, and we will probably ignore it. But still, we'll read it. We will read That's it. That's right. We'll read it on air and make you as famous as we are. And we'll probably agree with you. That we don't know <laughs> what we're talking about. Which is not at all. <laughs> I do have something I want to talk about this week. I finished the Walking Dead computer games, video game series. I finished it. Five episodes. Five episodes. And I have to say, that was a, like... Did it win some awards? I think so. It won lots of awards. Okay, so Travis is a big fan of the comic books. He actually turned me on to them long before there was a Walking Dead TV series. This video game... Is better than the TV series, by far. Well, because it's the closest, like, that... I I mean, the TV series, like, you know, you're like, eh, this is a pretty good show, and there's, like, zombies on TV, and I'm glad about that, and it's like, yeah, it's kind of like the comic book. And then you play the game, and you're like, this is what the comic book was. Holy <laughs> shit, I forgot. Like, this is what, you know, the, the closest in spirit to what the comic book was trying to get at you can't you can't play that it's five episodes and you can't play them all at once because you will probably go want to like kill yourself or like <laughs> cry in the corner because it is like the most soul crushing experience you could possibly experience I mean it is just depressing <laughs> yeah I had uh, something similar happen when I was playing the very first time I was playing Resident Evil on PlayStation. I didn't really realize the importance of collecting your ink ribbons so you can save and stuff like that. And, uh, man, I was stuck in uh, the outside shed where there's the big tarantula and there's all those big spiders. Big sp- so, I mean, I was playing this big spider thing for probably like 16 hours before I could actually find another ink ribbon. And, oh, my God, dude, when I, when I like, turned off the game after finally saving and, like, Went to go walk upstairs. I swear to God, I saw a big spider like just come around the the doorway because I was just so it was just so ingrained in my brain. I love it when uh, video games can uh, do that sort of thing. Well, these guys, I mean, they have like an art style that I want to say is very it's similar to what the comic book yeah, looks like. Well, the comic's not black and white, is it? Yeah, yeah. Black well, and white. Because it's still the affordable price of two ninety nine. Nice. Uh, it, this is color, but it's it has a very I think I mean I, from what I remember the art you know mirrors the comic book, but what they're going after it's like you know that story is like the world has ended and here's these people just kind of like you know you're alive but like what was well the, the worst thing is is like they make That's not like it's so an adventure awesome. game and there's yeah. there's dialogue options and you got you got to make a lot of decisions and your decisions. Over the f- over the five episodes, impact everything, and they put you in positions. And they put where you in terrible, like terrible, terrible fucking positions. Like you and have and to, you gotta yeah, fucking like, live it's with one or the other. And neither one, you're like lesser like, two evil. It's, it's, and sometimes you have to do it like fast. Yeah, it's, it's like, like it's like it's either it's him or her. You gotta or fuck, you gotta like, like go. Oh, it's wow. Like, yeah. oh, you're so wow. And they and what before that was just a downloadable thing, but now it's available. Yeah, I think they put it out on a disc. It's actually Brent. It's from the same people who made the Back to the Future game. So you're playing that? Yeah. Are you playing that? Yeah. How is it? That's fantastic. Yeah, I hooked it up. Tom. 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 T
Are they able to lease any of the songs to give you that? It has <laughs> Chuck Berry at least? Don't they have the theme? Uh, it has the score. Oh, the score? So what, is yeah. it like the, is it the, is it a sequel or is it the plot Yeah, where does it take place? Prequel, sequel? part of the that I played, had, it was in the Twin Pines Mall. You just had alternate dialogue. Yeah, that's where it starts out. It's kind of like, it's it's the uh, it's from the perspective of the camera that Marty's holding wow. onto. Cool. When they first do the tests with Einstein. You can see Einstein's is set yeah. at the exact moment. So it's really cool. I mean, because, <laughs> like, if you're a fan of the movie at all, you're right at that point. Like, nice. You're, they grab you, and then you're hooked. And so far, I am through three of the episodes. I'm about to start the fourth. And I really have to say, I mean, Tom hooked me up, and it's like revisiting my childhood. <laughs> like, it, seriously, it's, you know, it's yeah, like... Yeah, I, I will go out of my way to hook people up with video games. I, I, I am like Tommy Gaming Claus. i just seen the trailer for Aliens Colonial Marines, and I'm not a big video gamer by any means, but man, Colonial Marines <laughs> looks pretty <laughs> Apparently, they're supposed to, like, that, <laughs> Aliens Colonial Marines is supposed to go really into the backstory of, like, Aliens too. I gotta rewatch Aliens too to figure out what they're doing there because like, there's like a girl. Is yeah, there, her is, name is. Is, Newt. There, is there a girl? Yeah, little the little girl. girl? Newt. Little girl. Newt. Yeah. And there's also there's a comic book called Newt's Story. They fucking Jewish go into detail books. about where that shit fucking came from. The video game does. You know that's something I've been wanting. Okay, Colin posted to me on uh, Facebook the new. The new RoboCop, right? Oh, yeah, <laughs> so now I'm just like, did you like that? Is it a sci-fi original? <laughs> it's like a it sci-fi looks, channel. It yeah. looks so bad. But it, it, what's interesting is like, okay, the only licenses that really made it past that genre. The, the point now that we're talking about how it's like they come out with the movie, they make sure to have the comic book tie-in, the video game tie-in. But at a time when they were just putting out movies, things like RoboCop, Predator. Terminator and Aliens, these things were such good ideas that they just broke out of the movie and had to go to novels, comic books, well, video fuck. games, I mean, TV series. I think we talked about it before. I mean, Aliens... There have been a guy again, just gazillion alien video games. Yeah, but I mean, beyond that, like, Aliens, the aesthetic and design of Aliens has inspired, I think, like, yeah. every fucking sci-fi video game that has come after it. And a lot of movies. Well, every, yeah, because everything was gray aliens until the bug. The bug. And the bug is now what we see in all our... Even our big monster movies is now always insect. Yeah, but even, like, the, the, the Marines all looked at their fucking get-up. Oh, you know, the cameras but that was also... That's Starship the Troopers. Trackers. The original book of Starship Troopers is where the whole idea of the big space marine exoskeleton, yeah. like, you know... So yeah. really, to dive into where the idea like stems from, that's that, what I always. Yeah. Well, that may be true, but I mean, like everything that I see looks like it's a permutation on the design that was made for. You know, well, yeah, the, the design for sure. I just Even I was just citing the, the inspiration, from, yeah, 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 for sure. Just because you know, I, I, for some reason, I'm always interested in inspiration, like where this comes from, yeah. according to this, and right. <laughs> yeah. you know what I just found out? I found out that the Green Hornet is actually the Lone Ranger's great grandnephew. Just to keep, just to keep the whole superheroes in the family thing. Wow. Really? Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah. This is something I never knew about comic books, and this goes back to the old radio show that that yeah the uh, the uh, Lone Ranger eventually had like a stepbrother or a brother that had a kid, and you know, so yeah, the Green Hornet. Wow. Is that weird? Yeah. And I wonder if, and I hope Jerry Bruckheimer like knows this and could put a little, just a <laughs> you little bit of it. See if you can find him on Twitter. And, and what's him. weird is right now uh, Dynamite Comics. 
own both, or I don't know necessarily know if they own, but they're at least leasing, you know, the rights of Lone Ranger and Green Hornet. But I don't think they've mentioned it at all. It's like, mm-hmm. oh my God, why wouldn't they mention that? You know, it's a family history of crime fighting with masks on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> family history. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, which I, I mean, it's funny. It brings me back to pirates. But uh, the Phantom, the Phantom was such a big piratey superhero. Well, uh, he had an island, right? I mean, it was he lived base? in the uh, Bengala jungle, the Bengala right, jungle, yeah, and yeah. there was always the evil Sang pirate, the, the Sang Brotherhood, the evil Sang oh, Brotherhood. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's probably like one I of the. I saw l- that movie with Billy Zane, but with I got to tell you, it's not really. Old. What the? <laughs> had Dexter's father in it? He was yeah, one of the what? main bad guys in the Phantom. Was uh, wow. the guy that played wow. Dexter's yeah, top yeah, father? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. The Phantom's good. <laughs> What's Phantom is good. Tom is making some noises over there. What is that? Yeah, no, no, Phantoms. no, Phantoms, Phantoms. Is that a buy it, Phantom rent rocks, it, y'all. pirate it, or avoid it? It's on Netflix, instant streaming, so... It's that, a good... Uh, that's one of my... It? No. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> that's one of my... Don't listen. That's one of my favorites. No, that's one of the, that's one of the original mystery men. Before Batman had a Batcave, Phantom had a Skull Cave. Before... I mean, we're talking one of the, we're talking superheroes didn't come around until 1938. The Phantom was created in 1936. I mean, we're talking one of the original OGs putting on a mask and suspenders and going out there. <laughs> well, it's a pirate. It's got a lot of piratey stuff in it. That's the only reason I thought I'd bring it up. Very piratey. So, Colin. Yes. What is your movie for next week? Yeah. What's your movie? All right. Well, I think what I'm going to do is. Uh, the Lucio Fulci's The Beyond, because I know at least two of these guys haven't seen it. Uh, oh, Travis, I think, has seen it one probably. one of the gateways to hell. Exactly. <laughs> a bunch of times, it's got, we got tie-ins with HP Lovecraft Fiction. We got the boom of the Italian horror industry. It's a gore film. And if you haven't ever seen a movie that's like, the centerpiece attraction is its gory death scenes, then this is a prime example and uh, I think, uh, you know, I mean, it depends on how it goes. It could be awesome. Also, I mean, I I love how it's one of those just movies where, I mean, it's so, like, oh, it just crushes you. You know, I... Are like we going to Mystery Science Theater, like, we kind of, like the island? I think, like actually, it pr- might be better that way. It might be, but I <laughs> think it's a, an amazing movie. No, I think I it's think one it's of the best horror movies ever made. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because right, well, <laughs> I, I, I originally saw it under the title Seven Doors of yeah, Death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a kid, and I mean, it just—I think it's everything a horror movie should be. Yeah, maybe some of the scenes are a little tad long. I've always said Italians have horrible pacing issues, yeah. but still, the idea of it when you get into thinking about—I think the Beyond oh, yeah, and yeah, the yeah, Mouth yeah, of Madness yeah, yeah. both have that same yeah, like. Yeah. The fucking world is reality. It's not even the world is ending. Reality is ending. You know, yeah. it's just such a beautiful movie. So you can you follow guys are gonna along with great... that, kids. You can go rent the Beyond somewhere. I'm sure it's available. And follow along on our next podcast. I think it's got to be one of the hardest movies to find. Is you know, it? Well, Anchor Bay put find. it out in the Try 90s. to find it under the title Seven Doors no, of Death. No, and you'll no, pay no. $4 for it. <laughs> well, it's true. Yeah, it's, it's a cheap, good way to get to know this movie. <laughs> it's not edited that much. No way. Because I've seen Seven Doors of Death so many times, and I was reacquainted with it when I was in Afghanistan, and it, got, it, it was at the PX in Afghanistan. So I was like, <laughs> dude, Seven Doors of Death. <laughs> so I rented it, and I, I, I cannot see a difference. I really can't. Hmm. Just because I've seen that Seven Doors of Death version so many times. I think the only difference is remaster. You know, I mean, differences like that. Subtle, like, remastering differences. Well, this will be awesome, then. 
Let's Let's check it out. I think it's going to be a fun fun time. I can't wait. See, look, there you go. We've the Saturday Freak. We're trying. We're finally getting some freak show stuff in here. Well, we haven't done. We haven't done name. a horror film. I'm like, I'm sitting here going, like, I'm the horror guy, and we haven't actually fucking watched a horror movie. I got yeah. Highway to Hell on VHS really. in the mail. <laughs> I bought it on eBay. It's in the mail on the way. You heard it here first. There may be two in the future. <laughs> it's gonna be great. All right, we got so a lot of good movies playing for you guys. <laughs> I know that's right. So stay tuned and come back next week for the next exciting installment of the Saturday, Saturday Night, Night Freak, Freak Show. Show. And uh, just a reminder, you can talk to us because we want to hear from you. We want to talk to you. All you got to do is get a hold of us on Twitter. We're at Sat Freak Show. You can get a hold of us at Saturday Night Freak Show at yahoo.com. And find us on the World Wide Web at SaturdayNightFreakShow.blogspot.com. What will we do with the drunken sailor? What will we do with the drunken sailor? What will we do with the drunken sailor early in the morning? Way, hey, and up she rises. Way, hey, and up she rises. Way, hey, and up she rises early in the morning. Shave his belly with a rusty razor. Shave his belly with a rusty razor. Shave his belly with a rusty razor early in the morning. Way, hey, and up she rises. Way, hey, and up she rises. Way, hey, and up she rises. Rises way, hey, and up she rises.